Are you currently a surrogate or you're in the process of becoming a surrogate? Maybe neither and you're still on the fence about it. Regardless of where you're at in your journey, you are in the right place. This podcast is for you. Yes, you heard me right. You girl. I created this podcast to shed light to surrogacy and help educate, inspire, and most importantly, support women. It's my mission to help guide women to have the healthiest journey, both emotionally and physically. I'm sure we can all agree as mamas, we always take care of others. But here, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. If this sounds like you, turn up the volume, grab that coffee that tea, heck, even that wine, and let's get started. I'm your host, Vanessa Clemens, and you're listening to Confessions of a Woman. Good morning, Sarah Sisters. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number seven of Confessions of a Woman. Today, we'll be going over what to expect while expecting a transfer. It's important to note that each surrogate will have a different experience. Thanksgiving is officially over. We didn't gave it all the respect it needs. Now we're finally in Christmas mode and we are going ham with the decorating and all that spreading just holiday joy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't let you guys know that Christmas is my favorite time of year. I get all into it with decorating. Um, Most people say like, oh, you should wait for your kids to decorate the Christmas tree. No, I need everybody out of the house. Go shop for me. And I need to be blasting my Christmas albums, my music, decorating things the way I like it to be decorated. And just in my element, you know, I don't know. Is anybody else like that? Hey girl, hey. If you're looking for a new listen this year to add to your holiday collection, I am telling you, I swear by Tamar Braxton's Winter Lover's Land album. It's my favorite. Jumping into the episode today, I will be going over the day of transfer with you and also during the procedure. So you kind of know what to look forward to, but everyone's is different because every doctor does different things. Every IP believes in different different things. It may not be the same. So I'm going to be doing a mixture of a little bit of my own personal experience and then also more of a generalized feel for the procedure. Okay, to start off, I want to give you a little bit of information on the day before. You'll usually have your last ultrasound to see how thick your lining is. Everything goes well. Doctor likes where it's at. Then you will receive an email or a phone call from the nursing staff letting you know what time your procedure will be done. Now, I'm not sure for all my out-of-state seros if it will be the same because I'm sure you have to get on a flight. So I don't know if you check it before or after you come into town. all my Soro sisters that are out of state, please let us know, sis, because we need to know the tea. Now, I know you're super nervous. You want this transfer to work. You've done an awesome job with taking your medicine thus far, and you are ready to finally get this surrogacy journey going, right? Always make sure to read your day before instructions because some IVF clinics advise you to bring the volume medication that was given to you most likely when you got your bulk of your medication, and it's so easy 
easy to overlook that because it's simply one little pill but please make sure to bring that if you are instructed they advise you when to exactly take it so it's super important because volume is to relax you during this procedure and more importantly relax and soothe the muscles that are in the uterus to help implantation so we're not going to be taking the medication the day before I don't want you to get confused I want you just to read your instructions for the day before bring the volume if instructed and take it when the nurse staff tells you now some IPs believe in acupuncture help I'm not sure if I had to still take the volume or to just do acupuncture as an alternative Um, but my IPs wanted to do acupuncture a lot of Chinese culture believe in that after check-in I did some acupuncture and it was really weird at first I kind of felt like little pricks and I'm like oh and so I got hot but overall it was okay it wasn't super painful at all I wouldn't even say it was painful it was just weird it was quick prick it's not nothing like a needle it's just like a little like pinch in my head it went on my ears it went on my legs after they were done inserting the acupuncture sticks they turned off the lights and I laid there for a few minutes with some relaxing music to really set that mood and also they put this foil cover over me to keep me warm another heads up it is extremely cold in the doctor's office so that was great but to sum up my overall experience I did that before a transfer and after transfer now before the transfer I didn't really feel like as relaxed maybe that was just how bad my nerves were but after oh my gosh I felt so relaxed and I literally felt high they were like how are you feeling Vanessa and I'm like I feel great like I was just in like a whole relaxing days so moving forward for the transfer setup your name is called you get walked to the room where the transfer will be held at the room is going to be lightly dimmed it's going to have possible calm music playing they are going to hand you a fashionable hospital gown to switch into then your endocrinologist will show show up aka your IVF doctor ultrasound person as well the nursing staff will have you fill out some consents double check your your name date of birth any other personal information required and then the process will start usually you'll have a coordinator there but nine times out of ten you choose whether it be your husband a family member or your best friend you'll always have somebody accompanying you it is required for you to have somebody taking care of you to and from the transfer procedure. I kind of forgot to disclose this in the beginning, but I do want to let you guys be aware before you can do the embryo transfer, you have to have a full bladder. And trust me, it is very, very difficult to hold your bladder once it's full. I mean, it is extremely uncomfortable, but that's probably the worst that it's going to get when you do the embryo transfer. The thing I get asked is, does it hurt? The embryo transfer doesn't hurt at all. Everything is in place. Doctor's ready. You're ready. He inserts the specula then he places the catheter along exactly where he would like to lay the embryo then he calls out for the embryos to be transferred over to the room usually it's like a knock on the wall and then slides open there's the jewels and then he places them inside you'll be able to see the little bubbles go bloop bloop and then it is dropped and the transfer is over they usually have you lay there for about 30 minutes and then you are good to go back to the hotel and rest you will be in a wheelchair your friend or person that's with you will go get the car and they'll wheel you out and you will just relax 
for the day. Shortly after, you'll be able to get some direction on when you will have your first beta and also what the doctor advises you to do after the transfer. I've been advised before to walk. I've been advised to lay in bed, but you definitely have to get that initial nap in. Get that out the way. Go ahead and find something to keep the blood flowing. I definitely don't want you to think that you have to go back to the hotel room and lay upside down for the remaining of the day because that doesn't do anything. For anyone that's going into a transfer, I hope that this episode allows you to have a yellow brick road to the most successful transfer you've ever thought you could have. Thanks so much for tuning in again, Soros sisters. To all that are having a transfer, I wish you many sticky vibes and thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you.